Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Katie. Together, Katie and I will talk about the topics that affect our young readers. How can we engage them? What book holidays are we celebrating? And how do we create a strong community of readers? Listen along as we discuss these topics and engage our listeners to weigh in too. So get comfy in your favorite reading spot and join us to discuss the important topics for our young readers today. Well, Scott, are you ready for our next novel short? I think we've chosen the perfect topic to talk about next. Hey, Katie. Hey, Scott. What's going on? You know, just living that parent life and uh, continuing to read multiple books that are... uh, you know, way below my grade level, I suppose you'd say. <laughs> but each time I find something a little different. We we were uh, we did our like 19th reading of Goodnight Moon. And, and <gasps> the exercise I did after it was I asked my daughter, what else could we say goodnight to in this room? Oh, it was making rhymes up and all that sort of thing. So it was fun. That is fun. It's such a classic, too. It, it You know, it really is. And I, I like to read it to her both in English and Spanish. And then I was like, oh, I could probably bring this to my Spanish classes because there's a lot of Household vocabulary in it. Perfect. It's the teacher brain in me. <laughs> teacher brain in me. I know. Never I, goes away. I love that you're reading to her in Spanish too. I think that's so amazing. I, it's it's fun and it keeps me a little bit sharp because obviously being home, I haven't taught it in a while. Mm, makes sense. To put up a whiteboard and start making verb charts. No, I'm just kidding. No, we're not, <laughs> not going to be doing that. How are things with you? How was uh, we we had our Veterans Day? I heard mm-hmm. that um, you said the assembly that we talked about in our podcast went really well. Yes. No. So two weeks ago, we had our Veterans Day Assembly. You know, I really appreciate that our school, A, has school on the day, even though it is a federal holiday. Um, But B, we do this lovely assembly where we honor veterans in our community. And every year, you know, we always um, do something a little bit different. And we make sure to honor not only the veterans, but also the student work. So we had an essay contest. The students got to read uh, a little bit about why veterans matter to them. And I just really think it's a great opportunity to have an educational assembly about Veterans Day and students really Mm -hmm. understand the purpose of having it as a federal holiday. Yeah. So I think that's great that the the school does that. And so um, I'm glad that that went really well. And if you haven't heard that episode, we've done it a few weeks back. Um, It was about how books that honor our veterans and um, a lot of great authors and a lot of great book recommendations. And uh, before we get into today's topic, which follows a very similar vein in honoring a, a great group of people and their and their culture and their literature, um, I just want to thank you for last week's episode, which was All My Rage um, by Sabata here. Thank you so much for All My Rage. What an incredible book. Uh, we have so much to say about it in our episode last week. And um, yeah, definitely. I, I got it from an audiobook. Katie recommended. I think that was a spot on recommendation. I used Audible, but I know that there are other programs that do audiobook as well. But and Audible does a free month trial, just in case you have Amazon accounts. I, I'm like the, the free month trial bandit. I like go in and do it and leave. I'm like, the month is over, time to go. But I did have an Audible subscription for a while, but it was a great audiobook. Support your local libraries, get a copy of the book there if you would like to read it um, in print or ebook. But incredible book. Couldn't recommend it enough. And that brings us to today's episode, Katie, which is our next novel short. Yeah. So November is a really incredibly important month. Um, Besides having Veterans Day, it is National American Indian Heritage Month. 
And we thought that it was a great opportunity to do this um, episode the Tuesday before Thanksgiving because we know that there are going to be a lot of conversations Mm -hmm. about, you know, what is Thanksgiving? How does it function? And what's great about today's episode is we have an amazing resource to share with you um, that recommends specifically books um, that are by American Indian authors as well as feature American Indian characters. And there's one great book specifically about Thanksgiving that the founder of an association recommends. So I'm really excited to do this episode this week because it fits in perfectly with November, um, but we also felt that it was a really timely episode as well. Absolutely. And of course, you know, this, I think, Katie, these books will probably focus on the indigenous peoples of of the United States, right? Correct. And of course, um, in any country that you live in that you're listening to this podcast, there are your your native or your indigenous peoples. Um, and there, I'm sure, is a dearth of literature that will support them in their experiences and and written from their perspective and using their voice. And so definitely seek that out. That's one of the messages we want to get uh, across today is that we have a really great resource that Katie's going to share uh, about for the native indigenous peoples of the United States. But any country that is native or indigenous peoples, um, seek out the literature because they have uh, a beautifully rich um, tapestry and culture that I think goes... Um, sort of undervalued for a very long time in, in our literature sets. I mean, if you think of the canon, we always talk about the canon. I'm using air quotes for everyone who's listening, obviously. Um, this should be part of the canon, absolutely, mm-hmm. especially since they were here. Um, they, mm-hmm. they really were um, integral to the makeup of the, of the, of the land here. So um, Katie, you have some great resources and some great books to share with us on that. Yeah. So one of the things we wanted to be really mindful of, especially neither of us having this background um, or having any um, heritage with America as an American Indian is we wanted to make sure we found the best resources because we want to make sure that we're choosing these books purposefully and choosing these books with um, using someone who is from um, uh, a Native American descent. So the amazing resource is um, called American Indians in Children's Literature. And this was an association that was founded by Dr. Debbie Reese, who is a Native author, writer, um, researcher. Um, So she's from the Nambe Pueblo. And she works alongside Dr. Jean Mendoza, who is also a co-editor of this website. And this website is, I don't know how else to describe it besides a wealth of knowledge. It was something that I used in my dissertation because I talked a lot about diversity in children's and young adult literature. And she provides teachers, you know, really any educator, parents, kids, with a wealth of knowledge for what books she reviews and critiques and says like these are great books that we should be putting in kids hands to read to learn about American Indian heritage and the history of American Indians in the United States. So I have two books to recommend, a third that's specific to Thanksgiving and then just really kind of pushing this website because it is the place that I go to if I'm going to try to find books for my classroom. This is the resource that I use. And I know, Scott, you were really excited about some of the books that I was going to talk about this week, too. Absolutely. And to Katie's point, this resource is so rich. Um, It not only talks about recommended books, it talks about very um, seminal topics around the idea of Native Indigenous people in the United States. And I know, Katie, we're going to get to the the point about talking about the banning of Native voices and books. That's a whole tab here. Um, it just a, is, is a very powerful resource to use, especially as Katie said, like for folks like Katie and like me who don't necessarily have a, um, a, a 
depth of, of knowledge surrounding this topic. And we want to make sure we get it right. And from the perspective of someone who is a native indigenous person. Mm-hmm. So the first book I want to talk about is nonfiction. And this is actually a book that was adapted by the two founders of, of American Indians and children's literature, G. Mendoza and Debbie Reese. And that book is an indigenous people's history of the United States. And what I love about this book is it was originally written for adults, but uh, what's been a really great trend recently in young adult literature is they're taking a lot of adult books and adapting them for young, young adults. So there is actually an indigenous people's history of the United States for young people. Um, and they call it like revisioning history for young people. It is It has won incredible awards. It is something that I really enjoyed reading because it helped me really understand the history of our nation. And it goes across 400 years right, of our story um, in America and the indigenous people's history. It is a fantastic resource. Um, It is recommended by Debbie Reese. She wrote it. So this is how I know I trust it. Um, And I think it's just a great opportunity for us to get the nonfiction part of learning about the history. Then kind of going on the fiction side, this was a book I read probably last year. Um, It is called Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Bouley. And it was, hopefully I'm getting the name pronunciation correct, because we always talk about getting names uh, correctly pronounced. And this was a book I actually picked up um, because I love Reese Witherspoon's Young Adult Book Club. And I didn't so realize I, she had one of those. She does. She That's has fun. her adult. Yeah, she has adult book club, but she also has a young adult book club. And so I've noticed just myself as a reader, the books that she picks, I really like. Um, and she picked it right when it was published. So I was like, huh, if it's like right when it's published, it must be really, really good. So I picked it up, not knowing what it was about. And it turned out to be this incredible mystery, realistic fiction, but embedded within um, American Indian heritage. So the Mm -hmm. main character in the book is of American Indian descent. You learn so much about their culture and their heritage, but it's all embedded within this incredible mystery story. And it is fast paced. It is amazing. And it is one I know Debbie Reese recommends. So and I know she just wrote um, another book. Angeline Bully just wrote another book. And I'm so excited to read her next book because uh, once you read, I feel like once you read a book by an author, you know, you just want to keep reading. Everything oh, you dive into the author. whole catalog. The whole exactly. catalog. Um, so her most recent book is called Warrior Girl Unearthed. I haven't read it yet. Um, but one of the things I know this is really crazy, like we shouldn't judge books by our, their covers, but we do. And the covers of both of these books are like beautiful colors and like they're clearly bringing in the culture of American Indians. So I'm so excited. It's on my list to read over Christmas uh, winter break and Thanksgiving break around there. So I'm really excited mm-hmm. to pick up this next book. Um, and then the last book I wanted to bring up is actually a picture book. So we usually talk a lot about um like young adult books on this podcast, right? Scott, we don't usually talk about picture books. Although now um, I'm very interested because this might be entering in the library soon. I know, right? Maybe we should get it for you. But it's actually, um, I try to explore Debbie Reese's um, uh, website every once in a while because I'm always looking for new books to add to my library. And she also like will sometimes read a book recommended in the past and then possibly learn new information and um, not recommend it in the future. So I'm always trying to stay up to date, especially because I want to have the best and most recent books in my classroom. And so um, she is highly recommending a picture book that was published in 2021. It is called um, If You Lived During the Plymouth Thanksgiving. And it's written by Chris Newell and illustrated by Winona Nelson. 
And there was a quote that she pulled directly from the text where she says her quote from her website is, there are many sentences and passages in If You Live During the Plymouth Thanksgiving that I wholeheartedly welcome. And she provides this one line that I think just really speaks to books we should have in our classroom. And so the quote Mm -hmm. from the book is, the story of the Mayflower landing is different depending on whether the storyteller viewed the events from the boat or from the shore. And that quote... Right. It was just so powerful. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a book I could even just bring into my classroom and read to my students and talk about the danger of a single story. Right. Like, I love that Mm -hmm. TED talk. And so I love that she's recommending this book right around this time, too, because it's a book we could bring into our classrooms. We could talk about the danger of a single story. You know, Scott, you can read it with uh, your daughter. Right. Like, it is just so great. You're going to have to send me that link because I'm excited (laughs) to, to read that now. I will, right? Like, it's just so great that we have someone, like, I just want to thank Debbie Reese and G. Mendoza for doing this work because it it is really hard, I think, as an educator to choose the books that aren't going to, you know, do wrong for kids and have them learn something that is not going to be helpful for them in the future. So I really appreciate that she's doing this for educators like me mm-hmm. and like you, Scott, because now we can make sure that we're having the best books for our kids. Absolutely. And and as always, you know, when you are picking books from voices that maybe don't normally make it into the canon and maybe you don't have that experience or you aren't of of that that group, it's really important to find the the really strong central voices within that group because as we talked about with um out of darkness, you know, and and that story was about children of color, both uh, black or African American children and Hispanic or Latin American children. We wanted to find ones, uh, you know, we we talked about finding authors that really represent that voice and represent it um, authentically, or do so through their experiences, as Ashley Hill Perez did. And I think that's the same idea here: is that Dr. Reese um, is uh, Nambe Pueblo, um, native or indigenous person, correct, Katie? I just want to make sure I'm getting that correct. Yep. And so provides such a wealth of information um, and is and we're very gracious that she does that work for those who aren't of that population, because I think sometimes, you know, we could rely too much on folks of those groups to do the work for us. And I think that mm-hmm. we just showing our gratitude that that work has been done for us in so many ways, at least to launch off. As you said, Katie, once you find an author, you launch into their catalog. And so we. We love that she has provided this resource for us and for everybody to to find these books. So thank you, Dr. Reese. And we also want to acknowledge the fact that this kind of work and exploring these books are more important than ever. You know, we talked earlier in the month about books being banned right now, and they're being mm-hmm. banned in multiple a multitude of diverse populations in the United States, including those of American Indian descent. And so it's more important than ever to make sure we have these books, we have the right books, we're getting these books in the hands of kids to have these really important, possibly difficult conversations um, because books are being banned right now in the United States. And many of them are including the ones that I mentioned today. And and I think, as you said, Katie, there are books for every age appropriate group. And so, as we always say, with books that are being banned or being censored or being removed from shelves, if you need I, it is incumbent upon the person, whether it's the teacher, or the parent or the guardian or caretaker to to read the book, preview it. Have that conversation. If you feel like it's not quite the time or not quite the conversation, either you could find somebody who will have the conversation that has a better background or is more 
um, equipped to have that conversation or you wait. You know, we're not saying read these books because we said so. We're saying, uh, you know, banned books are taking away the voice. We want to give that voice. We want to promote having that voice in a diverse collection. And as always, preview the books, have the conversation. You could probably learn something too. We, I mean, we, we are by reading these books um, and certainly you can as well. So I mean, it's it's unfortunate that those books are being banned, Katie. It really is. It is. And she and has a whole really, listener website, Dr. Reese, of books that yeah. have been banned. Yeah, it's so incredibly sad that this is still happening because, you know, I feel like we made a lot of really great progress, especially in the public sing- publishing industry. You know, there are great um, researchers and research centers right now that look at, you know, diversity in children's and young adult literature. And we were, there was headway being made. And unfortunately, with what's happening now, I think that a lot of that progress, I think we talked about that, right, a couple of weeks ago, we too. Did, that we're kind of um, going that, backwards. Yeah, we're going backwards. So more important than ever that we're doing this work. Um, and this is something, Scott, I just want to acknowledge that we don't know everything about. You know, we're very lucky that we have a resource like um, uh, Dr. Reese's website that can provide us with this information. But we're also still learning. And that's something mm-hmm. we're going to continue to do in our careers as we go through this work. So we're still learning. If you have a great resource or something else that we should be considering with this work, please share it with us, especially through all of our socials. We love to learn and we love to Mm -hmm. make sure we're doing what's best for kids. And so please share anything that you have as well. Absolutely. So thank you, Katie, for those uh, recommendations and the website recommendation. Uh, Dr. Reese is also on Instagram. If you're a socials person, I just looked her up. It's Dries underscore Nambe. It's uh, D-R-E-E-S-E underscore N-A-M-B-E. It looks like she is also on threads and we are also on both, but mostly follow her. Um, And you'll, I'm sure, find a lot of great resources there as well. So thank you for those. And um, it looks like I have some more reading to do with my daughter now and for me. Yeah. And so that brings us to the end. And next week, uh, we will have our next full book episode. Um, it's one that, Katie, I believe you recommended to me, oh, my God, eons ago. But you, it was a very strong endorsement, a very strong endorsement. And I'm excited uh, to talk about that book next week. Yeah, we've so th- got a lot going on. So, yeah. So thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode on um, the... Native American Heritage Month, National Indigenous Peoples Heritage Month. There was another term for it that you used. American, yep, American Indian Heritage Month. Thank you for joining us. Read some of these books. Read them with your kids, with your students. And we look forward to talking with you with our next full novel next week on the podcast. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of That's Novel Reading. That's Novel Reading is produced by Scott Silver Benito and Katie Durkin. Our sound engineer is Scott, and social media director is me, Katie. You can follow and listen to us on all major podcasting platforms. And connect to us through Instagram at That's Novel Reading, Twitter at Novel Reads Pods, or email us at That's Novel Reading at gmail.com. Catch you next time.